Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Let's Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Amy Bistrick. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to start with a segment, which is going to be a story time segment of the episode. And then after that, I'll get into the topics that I wanted to discuss throughout this week. And I'll let you know those topics after the story because this story is pretty wild. I did get permission from this person to share the story as long as I don't mention names. So I'm going to get right into it. And there's going to be a lesson at the end of the story. So it's not just a story to share for entertainment purposes. I'm sharing it because there's a valuable lesson in here. So this story is involving someone I know. And she went on a couple dates with this man who was a bit older than she was. And this man was or is a plastic surgeon. So they were talking around... The end of December and it was getting kind of close to Christmas time and they they really hit it off so he invited her to come to Vegas with him to celebrate New Year's Eve and this friend of mine is very spontaneous and they hit it off and this guy is a, a plastic surgeon so obviously he's pretty reputable like you would trust someone who was a plastic surgeon and a doctor they just seem like a person that's gonna probably be a good person you would hope And so they go to Vegas, they spend a couple days together, and this man was really pushy on buying this girl gifts. He really, really wanted to buy her stuff because he is a plastic surgeon. He's like, I can afford to buy these things. He's like, I want to buy you these things. So he bought her a few bags and shoes and like a sweater, and in total, the stuff probably came out to like two grand or something US dollars. So nothing too crazy, but... He was very adamant on these gifts. And even before she decided to go on this trip, she did tell him like, hey, I'm in school and I just came back from a trip. Like I can't afford to go on a trip. Like, thank you for the offer. But he was like, oh, no, no, don't you worry. Like I'll pay your way through the trip and everything. So she's like, great, this guy's nice to me. He's like, seems very professional, kind. I'm gonna, I trust him. I'm gonna go to Vegas with him. So they go to Vegas, he buys her gifts. They were getting along pretty well and everything, but then after a while, she kind of was getting a weird vibe from the sky. So they came back from the States and she did eventually tell him like, hey, like I really do appreciate you doing all those things for me, but I just don't think I want to continue a relationship with you. Like I want to be on good terms and maybe we could be friends in the future, but I'm just not, this is just, this just doesn't feel right to me going through with this potential relationship. So this man didn't really like the fact that she didn't want to continue a relationship with him. I would imagine so because he's maybe used to buying people things and that maybe makes them stay for a little bit. But this person that I know is not a materialistic person at all. And that's not going to make her stay if she doesn't feel comfortable to stay. So he immediately asked, he's like, okay, well, if we're not going to be in a relationship together, then I want the gifts back. And she's like, well, these were gifts to me, so she didn't feel like she had to give the gifts back, which, my opinion, I don't think you have to give gifts back. Um, if something was a gift to you, you can do whatever you want with that gift. You can get rid of the gift as soon as you received a, receive a gift, which a lot of people don't do because they feel bad, but if someone is giving you something, that is then yours. You can do whatever you want with that gift. So it turned into this whole thing. This plastic surgeon went to Egypt for a bit to work, I guess, and everything was quiet. Then he came back and he was still very persistent on getting these gifts back from her. 
And I think it wasn't about the gifts. I think it came down to a whole control thing. And this man is not used to not getting what he wants. And she had to block him and he was like creating emails to still contact her and everything. So it was getting, it was getting a little weird. It was getting a little weird. And I thought it was super strange because this man has a lot on the line here. He is a plastic surgeon and you can complain to the college of surgeons. So she was ignoring him, blocking him. He was calling her off of fake, like no caller ID phone numbers, emailing her off random emails, trying to get a hold of her. And I thought eventually this would just kind of like wash away and just he would just forget about it because it's not like a huge loss to this man. But then came, what day is it? Today is Sunday when I'm recording this. This happened on Thursday. My boyfriend and I sit down to have dinner and I get a text saying, Amy, he is outside my building. And this man came to this girl's house and was buzzing her buzzer to get let into the apartment building. And that's what I'm like, okay, this is getting out of control. She was on the phone with the police, but I guess they were taking a long time to get there. So I'm like, okay, Ben, like we're going. I grabbed my bear mace just in case. Like I didn't know what I was going to like, be walking into. I've never met this man. And I grabbed the bear mace. We started driving to my friend's house and she's on the phone with the police, but she's texting me and she's like, Amy, he is in my building. So someone let him into her building and he was trying to open her door. Okay. This is a doctor who is probably close to double her age, trying to break into this girl's house to get back a couple bags and a pair of shoes and like a sweater. Like this is This doesn't even sound real when I'm saying it. And so we drove there, but the cops were already there when we got there. And I saw him in the lobby and I did not say very nice things when I walked past him. I was trying to be the bigger person and not act irrationally, but I I just had to say something. I couldn't just let him just sit there. But anyways, we get into the apartment and my friend is giving her statement of everything that happened from the beginning And everything like that. And the police were definitely siding with my friend in this story because because they even said that we see this a lot and that it doesn't make sense for you to have to give back these things just because like they were gifts to you. You shouldn't have to give them back. And they also said like it's not about the gift thing. Like there's something deeper going on here than the gifts. And they said if he comes back here, then he will be arrested. They just escorted him away from the building. And yeah, if he comes back, then he's going to get arrested. And then you can get like a a restraining order if you need to. And even after he'd left her house that night and got escorted away from the police, he still tried to call her at least three times the next day from a no caller ID number and emailed her after he left. So But how creepy is it to know that the person that's operating on your body could very well be someone who is like a stalker and has like some weird mental illnesses going on when they are in charge of your life. Like that just makes me so uncomfortable to think of that. And you would hope that someone who is, especially a doctor, that they're like a good person deep down, but it just proves to show it doesn't matter what your title is in this world. If you are a weird individual or if you have some mental illness issues or relationship issues and then you come upon money and materialistic items and status it's just going to amplify more of what you are which I think I've mentioned in previous episodes and also all because you have a certain 
job title that should kind of prove that you are a decent person does not mean that you are a decent person and doesn't mean that you should automatically trust those people. I feel like a lot of us would trust a doctor or a surgeon because of their status and their title and everything, but it just, this whole story just proves that that's not the case. (laughs) Things could have been so much worse than what happened, especially when going to Vegas. Like I was talking to my friend and she was even telling me, she's like, it could have been really bad in Vegas. Like people go missing there all the time. Like I could have died. You just don't know. And that's just really like, I'm kind of laughing because the whole situation is so messed up. But the reality is you have to be really careful with who you trust in this world. So the next topic I want to discuss uh, is coming from a book that I'm currently reading, which is, I discussed it last episode too, 101 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weist. And there's this little bullet point in here that I want to read out because I think this is just like very important knowledge to know. So I'm just going to read this little part here. So insert text here. We roll our eyes and shoot dirty looks at people who don't behave the way we think is considerate and appropriate, who are too loud in public, who are late or messy or in some way unkept. Yet when we are tired and stressed and behind schedule, we don't care if we are loudly taking a work call while in line for coffee or hold up a waitress or cashier to accommodate a random need. It's fine when we are loudly laughing and talking over brunch because we are excited but it's annoying when someone else does the same thing. It is only not a nuisance if we are doing it. And that resonated with me very much because I feel like, especially when I was younger, I was very much like that. If things weren't lined up with my preferences, it would automatically make me in a negative mood and I would complain and like judge people and be like, oh my God, like they're being so loud. Like how annoying is that? When like what she says in the book there, when it's you, it doesn't really, it's not a nuisance, but it's a nuisance when someone else does it because it's not catering to the mood that you are currently in. And when I was younger, I did grow up in a household with someone who was very irritable and negative. And it took me a long time to really kick that habit in the butt. <laughs> and I feel like I still sometimes fall back into those habits, but I have gotten progressively better with it. And especially in my early 20s, I was just such a negative person. Like, And just by reading that text, it just reminds you how hypocritical we can be as humans. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. There's times where people are laughing really loud in public and you're in an awful mood that day and it kind of like aggravates you a bit. Like, oh my God, why are people being so loud? Or when people are taking a phone call let's say in the gym and they're talking really loud you're like oh my god why is this person talking in the gym but then there may be a time where you're expecting a very important call and you just have to take it while you're in the gym for some reason and then all of a sudden it's not a big deal so I think it's very important to kind of stand back and before you get agitated about something kind of flip it around and be like am I getting agitated because I also do this sometimes or Like, what is the reason why I'm getting agitated? Is it actually worth being annoyed over? Or is it just because life isn't lining up with my preferences in this very moment? And I remember reading this in a book a long time ago about preferences. And as humans, we have our own set of preferences of what we kind of describe as good and bad in our life. And when our preferences are being met throughout the day, all the things that we classify as good If that's happening throughout the day, then we're like, oh my God, that was such a good day. Everything went exactly as my preferences wanted 
And when life doesn't go to your preferences, you automatically think, wow, that was a really shitty day because this didn't work and I didn't get this done because your preferences were not met because you're classifying things as good and bad. And I don't think that is a good way to go through life because more times than not, your preferences aren't going to always be met. So what if for a full week, your preferences weren't met and then that whole week you classify as bad because life didn't go exactly how you planned it. And I think that's a very toxic cycle to get into because then you can just think, you could always find something bad in a day then if it didn't go to your preferences because the world isn't catered to you and the world isn't going to just accommodate you. That is not the reality of it. And you just have to kind of learn what your preferences are. And then when they aren't being met, just be like, okay, you know what? This didn't work out today, but that doesn't mean today is a bad day. And I think that's important to know because that's helped me because I used to be very strict with how my day should go. And if one thing didn't get met on my list, I'm like, ah, that was not a good day. And I don't want to go back to that mindset. So hopefully by me sharing this, it can shed some light if you end up doing that with your days and your weeks. And you can kind of let go of that pressure and life just becomes a lot more fun. (laughs) Next topic I wanted to talk about was letting go of the fact that not everyone is going to like you. Complacent just so people do like you is probably one of the worst feelings ever. I used to be very complacent and just go along with everything just to keep the peace. But is it worth it to have everyone like you because you are just agreeing with what they're saying and not causing any friction? Or is it worth it to have some people dislike you, but you still like yourself? And the answer is, it does not matter if some people don't see eye to eye with you and some people don't like you. As long as you like you, that is one of the most important relationships to have is the one with yourself, as we all know. As long as the people who I love like me, then I am pretty content. And as long as I like me, but I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm just putting less pressure on myself to be liked from everyone. I made an Instagram post on the, on this just the other day saying if you decide not to like someone just because you disagree on some things or have different perspectives, that's pretty wild to me because I feel like it's very important to, I feel like it is very important to have different perspectives and that's what causes like conversations and maybe that different perspective will help you be more sure of your current stance on things or maybe it will make you change your mind for the better and you'll actually really be relieved that you are able to think a different way and view things a different way but you wouldn't be able to do that unless you have different perspectives coming at you and I just yeah I think that's all I'm going to say on that topic is just caring less about being liked by everyone because if everyone likes you then I feel like you are doing something wrong and I think that something wrong is you being complacent just to adhere to people's wants and needs of you and then you're kind of putting yourself to the side which I feel like is very unhealthy and yeah I just wanted to put that out there and the next topic I wanted to talk about was this TikTok algorithm thing my boyfriend was telling me about so he was watching a TikTok video and this guy was explaining how TikTok is doing so well and how it is so addictive and the people who control these apps will get what was it? I don't know all the details of it, but the majority of the video is explaining how they keep you on the app. And when you have a profile or whatever, they will make some people go viral with like one or two videos. 
So by you going viral with one or two videos or by one video doing really well, that gets you a little bit, or not a little bit, that gets you really addicted because you're like, oh my goodness, my one video got 10,000 views and like 100,000 likes or whatever. So then it makes you want to just keep creating and putting out more videos because you're trying to chase that high that you got from the original video that did well. But maybe that video actually did do well, but a lot of the time it's actually it's actually on purpose that they do that just so you keep going on the app and you keep posting and you keep using it. So that actually, that was a big eye-opener for me, but it also put a lot less pressure on myself to create content and videos every day. I'm not as obsessive about growing my social media as I was in the past. I'm just kind of letting things happen organically and I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. And I kind of already started doing that, but then hearing this TikTok video just made me more sure with my decision of not posting posts every single day because I find it quite exhausting. I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna post when I actually really feel like I want to and I have the energy to because I do still work full time. Like I I need to have downtime for myself. But it was nice knowing that because now I know because I do have a few TikToks that did really well. And now knowing that that could have potentially been all planned just to get me to keep posting and using an app, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna post when I wanna post and whatever is meant for me will come to me. Not gonna just completely trust the universe of what I want in this life is just going to naturally come to me. Like you still have to put in the work towards your goals that you want in this life. You can't just be like, oh, I want to grow my podcast, but then never post any podcast episodes or post a podcast episode once a month. Like, I don't think that's very, very attainable. You do have to put in the work for the things you want to achieve, but it is nice not having the pressure to post every day and be in everyone's face on social media because I do think what is meant for you will come to you. And I feel like if you are doing things with a good heart and you are enjoying what you're doing, that even if nothing does come out of what you're doing, you don't feel like you wasted your time because you are enjoying what you're doing. And in the past, when I posted my fitness stuff, like I would always take breaks from posting fitness stuff and like deactivate my account, which I've brought up before. But I remember bringing up to my friends and my coworkers, I'm like, what if I'm, because I wanted to grow my fitness page so much. I'm like, what if I don't ever end up making it in the fitness industry? And then I'm posting all this stuff and I feel like if nothing happens out of it, I I remember saying, I feel like I've wasted my time if nothing comes out of this. Like I am putting so much hours in the day editing these videos, recording these videos and nothing comes out of this and what was the point? And that had been a red flag for me that I was doing something that I didn't actually really want to do and I wasn't in it for the right reasons. But now even with this podcast, It's not, I just started this not very long ago. I don't really keep track of the analytics of it. But even if nothing were to come out of this podcast, that is okay for me because I genuinely just enjoy talking and sharing my thoughts. So if nothing comes of this, it's not, doesn't feel wasted to me. And I think that is a big eye opener. This is just another little random thing that I've been practicing because I am someone who worries a bit and I can easily get stressed. And I would get, because I do want to keep up with my like one podcast a week um, goal that I set for myself. And in the beginning, I would get really apprehensive and stressed out if I had too many plans on the weekend. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to really make sure 
I have time to record and edit. And it was kind of taking the fun of it away from me for a little bit. And then I had a little sit down with myself and it's like, okay, Amy, if or when this podcast does become bigger, how am I supposed to manage it if I'm already stressed when it is a small little thing, like a little sapling or it's not even a sapling. It is a seed in the dirt. It is small. (laughs) So if I can't handle it when it's small, how am I going to handle it when it's big? The universe is not going to give me something if I am not ready for it. So I do really, I would love for this podcast to grow bigger. That is a goal. But if again, if it doesn't happen, I will be okay. But I then had to take a seat with myself and be okay, Amy, you have to learn how to manage your stress better with this podcast while it's small or the universe isn't going to supply you with more if you can't handle what you're doing right now, if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. I do. I'm not super, super spiritual, but I do think that if you aren't grateful for what you have in this moment, if you aren't able to handle what you're doing in this moment, then you're not going to be given more. I don't think that is a thing. I think I really have to, or I have been practicing just being a lot more relaxed with this and not stressing so much. And it feels more fun and I'm enjoying it more. So I just wanted to share that because I think that's valuable information. Universe is not going to give you more if you aren't able to appreciate what you have or handle what you have in this moment. So that's gonna wrap up this episode. I feel like I've been talking for a long time. So thank you for whoever listened to the end. I hope you enjoyed the little story time segment. I might make those more of a frequent thing, maybe like once a month do a story time thing if something crazy happens because my friend and I do find ourselves in weird situations sometimes and it makes for good stories. So I do think I am going to share more stories on here because I just think that's a little fun thing to add in. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate every single one of you. You are so great. I love the little messages I get saying that things are resonating with you or um, I did have someone reach out to me disagreeing with one of the topics about athletes and I do really respect that because that's the whole point of that topic like I wanted someone to reach out to me and explain their perspective so I think he's supposed to be making a video responding back to my podcast on why he disagrees with me which is exactly like what I want I think that's so sick so thank you so much to all who listen to this and I will catch you in the next one bye